0: And Brett Nome, awesome panel. Economics and pre rolls. Appreciate you all. Don't forget about Brett's discounted The Fair Life dispensaries. 25% off. Those cards are in the back if you would like them. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so, so, so excited for this next piece of content. going to be an absolutely phenomenal update from the Governor, J.B. Pritzker of Illinois, is here to talk to us about his view on the Illinois cannabis market and where we are at. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a very big round of applause for Governor J.B. Pritzker. Thank you so much. It is great to see everybody here. Uh, How many people from out of town? Oh yeah, love to see that. Okay, so uh, first of all, make sure you spend a lot of money while you're here. Part of my job as governor. uh, We have a lot to see. Uh, By the way, we have the best pizza in the world. Um, The best steaks in the world. I know I'm gonna start to offend people when I go through this. Uh, And some of the best sights that you'll ever see and I hope you'll get around the city if you haven't already. Um, Thank you very much to Elliot and to the team. Thanks for the kind introduction. Uh, Good morning to everybody. Uh, Welcome to the greatest city and the greatest country in the world. Um, I I really couldn't be happier to uh, welcome you to the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference. I know there are deals to be made here and I don't want to hold you up from doing that. Um, and hopefully there's some learning that goes on along the way. I, if I add to that, that's just a bonus. Um, but I, I intend instead just to tell you a little bit about what we've gone through here in Illinois and, uh, and what I think may be some advice along the way about what, uh, what we were able to do that other states might be able to do as well. Um, since 2018, Benzinga, of course, has gathered well, entrepreneurs and shareholders and investors alike to, to push the cannabis industry forward. And that's been hugely important for our state when we, can, we legalize cannabis in uh, 2020. Uh, and as governor of a state, I share the goal of trying to bring investors and businesses together. Uh, building up commerce is part of my job and introducing a new industry to our state is part of my job, and I'm thrilled to have been able to do that. And I want to just brag a little bit about our legislature and what we were able to do with our uh, legalization effort. Um, We built out the most equitable, accessible, and prosperous cannabis ecosystem in the nation, and it's one that, that helps repair our past harms. That was central to the endeavor. Um, And it also creates a more prosperous future for our communities. And during my first six months in office, I worked closely with the legislators to enact the most equity-centric cannabis legislation in the nation. It's called the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act. And it solidified Illinois' status as the first state to legalize adult-use cannabis through legislation. Everybody else before us had done it with a referendum. And that meant that it was a bit of a free for all and a very quick endeavor to try to put together legislation that would help regulate the industries in so many other states. Ours was years in the making by the legislature, very carefully done with a lot of input from the public and and industry players um, and a lot of listening. And since then, Illinois has become home to some of the largest cannabis companies in the nation, on top of creating more than 30,000 jobs for Illinoisans. But I know that progress isn't possible without accountability. Um, We couldn't just legalize cannabis and say that our work was done. Uh, We had to address the trauma inflicted by the war on cannabis and the war on drugs more broadly, uh, which incarcerated thousands, I mean countless, Non-violent offenders and tore apart families and neighborhoods in the process. So, what did we do? We expunged over 800,000 <laughs> low-level, <clears throat> you know, and I personally pardoned tens of thousands of people who had been convicted. Uh, so, it's arrests and convictions. Over 800,000 people whose lives have been made better. Um, we opened up doors for many Illinoisans, mostly people of color to finally get a job or to rent an apartment that they were previously denied because of the record, the thing that sat on their record, that check the box that you had to do when you would go apply for a job or uh, an apartment, uh, they no longer need to do. And we're simultaneously taking the revenue from this new industry and we're investing it in the communities that were previously harmed. Through the Restore, Reinvest, and Renew grant program, we've directed cannabis tax revenues in Illinois to community organizations dedicated to civil legal aid, to economic development, to re-entry from the criminal justice system, to violence prevention and youth development. And already more than $144 million has gone back into communities that need it most and into hundreds of organizations that push us forward from the Illinois Prison Project to the Westside Justice Center to a safe haven foundation. So many local organizations that have been in need honestly have now uh, seen the benefit of this legislation. But that's not all. While in many states uh, legalization of cannabis has produced a a multi-billion dollar industry that lacks diversity and is dominated by an oligopoly of only corporations and really only high net worth individuals, here in the land of Lincoln, we're trying to do things differently. We're attempting to produce a cannabis industry that is reflective of our overall goal of achieving genuine equity. That's why we established the Cannabis Social Equity Program, ensuring that those who've been historically impacted by the war on drugs have the opportunity to take part in and benefit from our cannabis industry. From access to financial resources to training programs at our local colleges, our social equity licensees are given the tools that they need to succeed with the goal of transforming lives and improving our cities and our state. And we've made tremendous strides forward with more to do. When we reinvest in the potential of our people, we invite economic activity that creates resilience. And when we renew hope in communities, historically left out and left behind, we inspire the next generation to pursue a brighter future. And in public service, well, that's our obligation, to make sure that we're creating opportunity for people who may previously have never had it. And I couldn't be prouder that, so far, nearly 50 social equity licensees have opened their doors for business in Illinois, from Chicago all the way to Mount Vernon in southern Illinois. Um, And I want to just give an example of a great company here in Chicago called Ivy Hall Dispensary in Bucktown. Um, Ivy Hall has a story that's as Illinois as it gets. It's a story rooted in family. A powerhouse, father-son duo, John and Nigel Dandridge, have worked day in and day out to operate their dispensary and in a very, very diverse community that it serves. And it's become the first social equity business to open its doors with many others that have now followed. And since then, we've seen craft growers, transporters, and other small businesses owned by folks from every walk of life open their doors in an industry that's still has plenty of room to grow. You know, I always was concerned at the very beginning that um, there were people complaining that we didn't just open up the a number of licensees to everybody that wanted to open their doors and go into this industry. Concerned only that, you know, were we handling the management of this, the, you know, the, this new industry the right way. It's not usual that the government is really creating or starting or opening the door for a brand new industry that the world really hasn't seen. Um, And so I I have to say that uh, we did the right thing and we're still managing through that and there are people who still complain that we ought to have more and more licenses issued uh, daily. And the reality is that by holding back, we've really left a portion of the market still available for social equity license holders so that when they enter the industry, they enter it in a profitable way. I'm proud of that. It would be easy to just allow existing systems rooted in tradition um, to leave people out. It would just be easy to do it the the old fashioned way, uh, to come into existence as they always have. It's much, much harder to build something that is making a difference and pushing against the grains of the past. But that's what we're doing here in Illinois, and I'm proud of it, creating an industry that lives up to our values, values of transformative justice, of equity and representation. Uh, Investing in and building businesses is what I did before I became governor. Uh, And so thinking about how entrepreneurs build their businesses and how we need to create this is something that um, wasn't far from my mind. So I know that the job one for me and for our state is always to focus on growth and profitability, but here in Illinois we can also accomplish that while also proudly paving a future that makes a real difference for people and a difference in the world and hopefully setting an example. <laughs> Repairing harm, visited upon people of color, the formerly incarcerated, um, visited upon people who've been left out and left behind of any background. These are some of the most important aspects of our cannabis industry. It's also some of the most important Uh, work that we have to do as a state. Uh, So let me express my gratitude to those of you who invest in social equity-owned businesses who are in need of, the the businesses that are most in need of capital to get up and running. And hopefully we've created an environment here in Illinois where the opportunity is still great for uh, people who want to enter this industry, again, who've been left out before. Um, they're in need of capital to get up and running and let me point out uh, to all of the investors in here uh, that uh, helping you prosper, helping your, the businesses that you back prosper is part of my job. I think about it all the time for all businesses in Illinois. We have a lot of social goals that we need to reach along the way but we have balanced those things I think properly and the result of, of it is. Uh, thriving businesses, growing industry, and uh, and new dispensaries that can open profitably. Uh, not to mention the growers, the transporters, and all of uh, the, in, the other parts of the industry that people often don't focus on. So I want to thank all of you. Thanks to Benzinga for the work that you've done. I know it's been a long time uh, building the, the business of Benzinga. Um, For many of you, I hope that the work that they do, because I see it from afar as I read uh, the work that Benzinga puts out, uh, that you see uh, the, the benefit of connecting with one another and coming to a great place like Chicago to get to know each other and do deals together. So glad to be here with all of you. Thanks for having me and thanks for having your conference in the greatest city in the country. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it going for the Governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker. Come on, that was awesome. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We are going to keep it growing. We are going for prospering Illinois businesses, and what makes businesses prosper the people in this. Before we get to our next panel,